You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Hey everyone, we're back. And uh, I was thinking this weekend, I don't really subscribe to too many magazines anymore, but I still love Inc. Magazine. This weekend I was flipping through the latest issue and I couldn't help but you know, be distracted by how many freaking ads there were. Nothing new here. Print has been around forever, but it did occur to me with the cost of Facebook rising. I know there's a lot of D2C brands that are actually investing more in direct mail, like postcards and stuff like that. Might actually ask my guests that on the fly too, but a lot are actually buying print ads in magazines. So I turned to Twitter. Of course, I got a bunch of good responses. I want to kick off with Ian Leslie, CMO of Industry West, who's been on the show before. Here's what Ian said about print. We've been open to print ads more over the past six to nine months than we have in the last three years. I think we're at a point where they won't admit it. Publishers are moving to negotiate rates more than ever before. And the rates improve when you're willing to bundle print ads with digital spend, which is interesting. And he'll rarely do print without actually doing digital in the same buy. And he also said, different publishers will offer insights and surveys that take on the gauge effectiveness of the ads, but he rarely asks about the effectiveness of print, which is interesting. Sometimes they do custom URLs to gauge efficacy, but he says, I'll be honest, I think of measurement of print is and has always been so tough that you need to understand you're buying into that audience and hoping your creative strikes a chord. If you have creative right and you know you're hitting the right audience, you just take a swing. Really good take from Ian there. I'm also here live with Ryan Light. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's up, Ben? Ryan's the CEO of Pistol Lake. So we had a back and forth on Twitter. thought it'd be fun to just talk about this story, which is a slightly different story around print and print ads, but thought it'd be fun. So let's start. Ryan, why don't you fill us in? What's Pistol Lake and what's the story? So Pistol Lake's small men's clothing company. We ethically manufacture men's clothing. Everything's done in L.A., All of our gear is made out of sustainable and or recycled materials. We invented our own fabric called Uday. It's made out of recycled water bottles, eucalyptus, and a little bit of spandex for stretch. And it kind of acts like a Nike dry fit. Wick sweat doesn't get stinky because the eucalyptus has natural antimicrobial properties. But instead of looking like, you know, a Power Ranger, like you're leaving the gym, you just look like you're wearing regular clothes. Amazing. I'm excited to try it. And, you know, it's funny. You said Pistol Lake is a, a small growing brand, but it sounds like you're growing pretty quickly and larger than you give credit for. What are you comfortable sharing on the show? Yeah, we're in the seven figures yearly and uh, we're growing 60% year over year. We've kind of, for the most part, bootstrapped the thing so far and, uh, you know, seeing some nice, nice growth that kind of everything in the world is kind of moving towards a D to C company that makes comfy clothes that, you know, feel like pajamas, but are presentable on Zoom. Amazing. Yeah, I know it well. I I just like recently went through all my like button downs that I used to wear and and donated a bunch. And it's, this is, this is what it is. So we'll put it in the show notes, but it's pistollake.com. Really nice looking site and nice looking products. And yeah, let's get into it. So it sounds like you had a a fun recent experience with a print ad. Why don't give us the download? How did that come to be? This is going to sound like the most LA story ever, but right next to our office is a car enthusiast clubhouse called the Motoring Club. I have a completely normal car. All these dudes have like super nice cars. 
And I mostly skateboard to work, which again is the most LA thing ever. I'm a walking cliche. But so uh, I became a part of this car enthusiast clubhouse, even though I have a lame car, I really like cool ones. So it's a, a cool spot where, you know, you can hang out, have coffee, they have Red Bull, they have beers, you know, there's always cool cars parked inside and out. There's a bunch of nice couches. I made a bunch of friends there. And, you know, they've been around for coming on two years now. And they decided that they wanted to fire up a, a quarterly magazine called the Motoring Journal. And super glossy thing, bunch of really cool companies, not just car stuff. You know, it doesn't look like a motor trend where you're just going to buy like a carburetor or something like that. It's some pretty glossy stuff. So they approached us about advertising in it. And, you know, we're all digital. We're all D2C. You know, other than our product, you know, you can't really hold a whole lot of things in your hand that we do. So we wanted to support those guys. We also thought our stuff would look really cool in there. And for the price that they gave us, we figured why not roll the dice? Yeah. And so like, you obviously work across the street from the place. Mm -hmm. Did it feel like a natural overlap with target customers for you anyways? or uh, In some regards, yes. In other regards, no. And uh, definitely, you know, our stuff isn't, you know, cheap stuff from Target or Walmart. The price point is a little higher because we manufacture out of recycled materials in the U.S. And we pay everybody at the factory over minimum wage and they all have insurance, which is that costs more to make a T-shirt that way. So these dudes who have fancy cars, you know, they're not just looking at the cost of an item. And they also, you know, kind of care about their style and they, you know, often like minimalism. So there was a lot of overlap there. The only place where there wasn't so much overlap is some of these older cars are kind of gas guzzlers. And, you know, we try to limit our carbon footprint anywhere we can as a business. So it was a little bit of a back and forth about whether that the first thing of us, these being a lot of guys that might enjoy our stuff, does that kind of conflict with our you know, lower our own personal carbon footprint. And we ended up, you know, coming to the realization that, you know, these guys are going to be doing what they're doing anyways. They might as well do it in a more eco-friendly shirt than something else. Love it. So you decided to take a flyer partly because of the relationship mm -hmm. with who is putting out the mag and the cost, right? Mm -hmm. And you got the friendly discount. But like, then what? Did you just retool some of your existing like product photography and creative? Or did you set out to do something entirely new for the print? version. We asked them, hey, what do you want from us? Like, should we go get some pictures with a cool car? And Michael, the guy that runs the motoring club was like, you know, there's going to be a lot of car pictures in there. You don't need to, you know, spend the resources on making a custom shoot there. We actually used a shoot that we thought kind of had some decent overlap. My business partner, Michael Caronda, is a certified flight instructor. And we did a photo shoot with uh, this model, Matt, who's a great model for us. And they gave Matt a flight lesson. So the whole shoot was out on Catalina Island with some cool like vintage vibes and old planes. So we thought that that might kind of have some overlap for them. That's awesome. And then did you even care to do like a, a targeted URL and track clicks or was that not really the goal of this one? I mean, it was one of those things where we talked about it and, you know, everybody's smart these days. Like they're going to just go to the website and we figured that the data that we got would be nebulous at best. So the decision was keep the ad as simple and minimal as possible to get across that the brand is simple and minimal. And let's not try to click ever like, you know, track every one of these clicks, because we're probably going to get a small fraction of who actually, you know, found out that we existed because of this thing. Yeah. But I mean, do you think it did drive some? Uh, it definitely did just anecdotally from going to like cars and coffee at the clubhouse. You know, people have come up to me and been like, oh, hey, I saw you guys in the motoring journal. I bought a shirt. 
So we made at least two sales and, you know, we supported the community in their new project of kind of rolling out the magazine. And, you know, they had a little party to kind of roll out the magazine. So I got to bring some of the team members to that and we got to feel cool for a minute. See, what's so great about this is like, yes, you majority of your revenue is D to C, but you're also part of a local community, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe the print ad was less about like some big exposure to a national audience and really just about some cross pollination and, and community support. Yeah, for sure. And there was a team element to it, too. Like everybody's been working from home for, you know, coming on a year now. We're basically just using the office as a storage space. And some of the team members getting vaccinated and the rates getting kind of going down. We saw the launch party for this as a way to kind of get a little bit of that team camaraderie back. And then it was super cool for some of the team members, you know, to hold something that we did that isn't a T-shirt in their hand. The Motoring Journal, the way they did it, I don't know anything about paper, but the paper just feels really high quality and it's got like a nice feel to it. And, you know, with, I saw some of my team members walking around, you know, taking pictures of our magazine ad in front of a cool car. And I could tell that they felt some pride in what we had done in our job and, you know, for what we spent on it, even if we didn't get a single click for our team to get some good vibes and to kind of hold something that made them feel cool about working here in their hand was worth it, even if it didn't convert a single customer. I love that kind of like, you know, not something you might have expected going into it but a nice camaraderie moment. And, you know, I, I mean, even in the handful of times that the Privy's been in real print, uh, I couldn't agree more. There's something that just feels amazing about that. So that's awesome to hear. So, you know, you guys are growing like crazy. I imagine most of that is purely digital. Like, would you explore more print stuff or? We've been doing a little bit of print stuff, just kind of a, you know, experimenting with it. If we had like have a really high abandoned cart value, you know, I'll send a handwritten note. Or if we've had customers that are just whales that have been with us for years and have just really supported us through thick and thin, you know, I'll send them a note. And we're doing a deal with Beard Brand, which has a ton of overlap. Like half of our dudes on our website have just got these epic beards. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're sending out some discount codes for them for the month of April, and they're reciprocating as well. And um, Through direct mail? Yeah, through direct mail. So as far as print, like... I think that just my digital marketing dude brain would want to actually do the custom URL next time (laughs) to try and justify it. Because not every deal that we get, I'm going to have a buddy and be a member of the club and they're they're brand new and they give us like this sweetheart deal. If I'm plunking down like real money for it, I'm going to, I feel like I really want to know how it did. And that that is tough. So I'm not ruling anything out and my eyes are always open and this did feel and look really good. So maybe, maybe. Yeah. Nice. And then for the direct mail that you're doing, so certainly with the cross promotion with Beard Brand, it mm-hmm. sounds like there's going to be a coupon code. Yep. So you'll be able to see that. Mm-hmm. When you're doing some of the more personal touch stuff on the card abandonment direct mail, like does that also include a code? Is that how you're tracking that? Typically. Typically. Sometimes with the card abandonment, yeah, we do a code there. It kind of depends on the user behavior on the whale stuff. A lot of times that I have felt like with somebody that spent you know, seven, $8,000 on clothes with us. Wow. It might cheapen our experience for me to have that note just be all about cost value discounts. And I just wanted to make it because it was, it's an earnest thank you from me. And, you know, then we will sometimes follow up with an email with a discount code. But, you know, with the note, I felt like it cheapened the deal to be like, hey, buddy, get to the website. Here's a discount. Totally. 
Is it actually handwritten? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I don't do a ton of them, but, uh, and I have yeah, yeah. writing. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not the first friend I've talked to that really writes handwritten notes. Yeah. I'm a believer in, in handwritten notes. Mm-hmm. I do it even for employees, for customers, et cetera, partners. That's smart. Awesome. You experimented with a company called Ignite Post that has like kind of a robot hand. And that was cool too. But for the really, really big dogs that spent an enormous amount of money on them, not that that Ignite Post doesn't do a good job, but I felt like it really needed to be handwritten. Yeah, nice. Ryan, this was great. Appreciate your take on print and direct. This is awesome to hear. And we'll drop the the link in the show notes, but go check it out. It's pistollake.com. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. 